All right, anti-fogmatic listeners, welcome back to another episode. If you are just joining us, my name is Caden. I'm Jesse. And together we make anti-fogmatic. Um, basically, we uh, we choose three beers. We don't know where we're going to get those beers for the week. However, when we do, uh, we like to describe the sight, the smell, the taste, the feel, the finish of each beer. And then at the end, we like to give you the chosen one. You know, kind of that beer that uh, not only do we enjoy, but we think that only, you know, the listeners or non-beer drinkers would really enjoy. Today, Jesse and I bring to you episode number 11, and uh, we usually have fun names for it, but this week I have no fun name. How about no fun name? Hmm? How about no fun name? I'm cool with no fun name for the episode. I dig that. Um, But yeah, so let's let's dive into episode 11. So right now... What's going on for us? We had the uh, uh, Mashless Brewing second anniversary mm-hmm. birthday party bash, which was awesome. I had a blast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Not only that, we had the fourth anniversary of the Ollie Tap Room downtown. They had the Three Magnets collaboration for the town series of that O-Juice, which is delicious. Um, I have two left. If anyone's trying to do a beer trade, I will send one your way. Jesse, what else we got going on? We have uh, Washington Brewers Fest. Looking forward to that. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. I lied. Washington Brewers Fest just happened. It was June 14th in Seattle. Oh, yeah. So we actually have the uh, The Tom Water Brew Festival. Tom Water Artisan Brew Festival. That's the one I'm looking forward to. August uh, 20. No, it's like the 17th. 17th, you're right. I'm a little off my game today. August 17th, which is going to be a blast. Uh, Other than that. I don't really think we have any major events in terms of beer, at least locally, uh, that are coming out of the hot seat. No, no, I mean, nothing that I can think of. On to beer number one. We have the Bohemian Raspberry. Raspberry. Yeah. the It's from Triceratops Brewing out in Tumwater, Washington. It's pretty cool, so it's local to us. Uh, it's behind Matchless Brewing's Tap Room. Uh, the they're behind Manchester Springs Tap Room? Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's the next parking lot, which is cool. Oh, that's nice. Um, so this beauty is a golden ale made with Pacific Northwest raspberries and grain from Skagit Valley malting, which is pretty neat. I've actually never heard of Skagit Valley malting. I didn't really hear until I bought that four-pack during the okay. Triceratops. I think it was also their two-year, three-year anniversary, like a week and a half, two weeks before Matchless. But yeah, I went to their website and it's uh, they're calling it a malting movement. So I'm assuming that a lot of it is, you know, kind of the Pacific Northwest nature, which is, you know, natural, minimal preservatives, minimal factory manufacturing <laughs> processes. I, I'm assuming that it's just as natural as a malt could get. It's what they're focusing on because it's like it's a malt malting movement. OK, I was like, All right, that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, however, this is not your typical fruit ale, as they introduce the fruit into a secondary fermentation that provides a crisp character and a dry, refreshing finish. I'm excited for the dry, yeah. refreshing finish. I like that that mm-hmm, flavor, mm-hmm. that palate. Yeah, no, I hear you there. One thing that's interesting, and uh, we're not brewers, so I'm not really too familiar with this process of secondary fermentation, but I'm assuming what's going on is they are... Um, they're fermenting it for a little bit, or maybe it's just part of it's part of the brewing process, right? Where you ferment your beer a little bit, yeah, and yeah. then what they're doing is they're dropping into a secondary fermentation, and then they're dropping all of the fruit, which is pretty cool. So mm. that's probably why you get uh, the luscious color that it provides, okay. uh, which you'll see once we pour it. It's a pretty cool beer. Uh, is it? Is it like pink? Yeah, it's like ruby. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. I love colored beers. It's throwing me off with like the golden nail, so I'm expecting to pour yeah. like a Bud Light. Tell me about it. 
Triceratops does a strawberry golden ale. Uh, and when Matt and I went, uh, he didn't really get a, a lot of the flavor from the strawberry golden ale. But when he tried this, he's just like, I don't understand how it's so different. It's still a golden ale. So, hmm. um, but yeah, what do you think? Want to get into it? Yeah. Cool. Crack it open, my All man. Right. So yeah, so this beer is the Ras- Bohemian Raspberry. Good sound. Yeah, it's a great sound. Good time to pause. Uh, ABVs for this bad boy is 5.8%. Now, on Beer Advocate, there are no reviews other than ours, because I just did it this morning, because I was up at 4 a.m. Anyways, Untapped, however, if you've never been to Untapped, very similar to Beer Advocate, a little bit more social media-esque, but the Untapped rating is uh, 4.11 with no IBUs listed, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, on that first pour, uh, if you look at it, I mean, I can't see anywhere through it because it is a beautiful grape ruby red, grapefruit ruby red color. And the head's got a pink tinge to it. Smells like raspberries. Yeah. That's pretty cool. You actually get like, you know, when you like bite a raspberry and you're like, oh, that's tart. Like that's the smell yeah. I get from this. It's kind of nice. Uh, in terms of the head though, I'd definitely say it's a little rocky compared to uh, other times. It's carbonated. It is very yeah. carbonated. Yeah. It's like a, I mean, I think you're dead on it. It's got that grapefruit mm-hmm. juice color with, and yeah. it looks gross to me. I don't. But it's ruby. Yeah. I, I dig it, man. I don't like the color because it reminds me of grapefruit. I think grapefruit I get is it. Disgusting. But there's no grapefruit in this. That's so perfect. Yeah, that's cool. It's only raspberries. It smells great. Yeah. Thickness of the head is very thin though. Rocky, rocky, rocky head. Uh, color on the level one scale, I'm going to go with ruby red. I don't know what color that is. Uh, or number, I'd say probably... 20s or 30s? I'd have Wait. to really look at the scale, but where's the, dark is like 50. Where's the amber ale colors? Amber is about a 7. I'd I throw think. it around there. Yeah, even though it's bright red. Yeah, I would. Honestly. Does it taste good? Oh, uh, yeah. Let's go ahead and drink. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks, man. Before the... Uh, oh, I just hit my glass on the mic. Before the, you know, the brew hits my tongue, I get a lot of... Uh, Raspberry in the nose. The aroma. The aroma is really good. Like, it's so good. It is tart. It reminds me of eating a raspberry because it's like, mmm, sweet. Oh, it's tart. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, no, it's, it's good. I think their description hits it on the head. Yeah. Honestly, it's it's clean. Mm-hmm. It is. I think that, that light carbonated look to it goes right along with the flavor. Yeah. Now, we I let this one sit out a little bit. Um, and I've been reading. And if you're trying to pull more flavors from beers, they always... They don't always, but they say so try to get it a little warmer. Um, do you, when you let it sit on your tongue, do you get like a bready or do you, like a grainy? Do you get that at all? Not yet. No. no. Do you let it sit, you know, like. Let me keep drinking. Yeah, yeah, my bad. I drink a little bit more than, so. But yeah, on the smells and scents, like it's straight raspberries. It's sweet. Uh, it doesn't really overpower anything. But in terms of taste, I immediately get exactly what my nose gets. Flavors are on point. But the finish is flawless. Like, it's super tart, and the carbonation is so good. What do you got, man? Yeah, I mean, I can't call out those flavors like yeah. you did, like that bready feel. But if I let it sit for a second, there's a different flavor. That's yeah. not a tarty it's raspberry. Like an aftertaste. It's, like, it's interesting. It's that malt. That, that's what I would describe it as. Exactly. Yeah. Man. That's what I was saying. I don't yeah. know. You, you, it's, you get the grain, in a sense. Like, you taste the malt. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's a good beer. Um, but, yeah, man. How was your time over at Mash's second anniversary? It was cool. Um, it was my first time there, right? So I, I got this beer. I don't even remember what it was called. Uh, it, I do. Like off the cuff, off the cuff, twenty nineteen right? edition. But they didn't. They don't tell you that, right? So I was like, hey, get, let me get an off the cuff one or two. Well, I said two because I was hoping to get two beers. 
I did not know that there was an off-the-cuff 18. Mm. So once I put that together, I was like, man, you probably could have explained that. Because when she said one or two, I had this look of what on my face. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, That's all right, though. It it was was a really good beer. 18 or 19. That would have been better. You're like, uh, only two? Probably would have said 18. (laughs) No, probably 19. Uh, But you still got the 18 later, though, didn't you? No, I didn't. I went straight for that funk juice. That was good. Dude, I yeah. was trying to remember what that beer was. It was the fun So juice. good. Well, you had nine of them. How'd you forget? <laughs> it's because I had nine of them. Jeez. Um, uh, you remember that hop stripe beer I was telling you about? Yeah. So, like, the funk juice is nowhere near that in terms of flavor, but uh, it gave you that that sweetness, that hoppy. It was good. That's cool. Good hazy brew for uh, that, that event. And then Jen, she got a very interesting take on a stout. I've never seen it, never heard of it, but it yeah. was a blonde stout called Birthday Cake disgusting and yeah i i was not a fan of it uh but jen loved it and a lot of other people were drinking it so i get it but it honestly had a cake yeah it's gross smell like and the, kind of a cake taste it was weird it was like those sugar cakes that you buy like little hostess yeah, sugar cakes like the fake fake ass sugar no cake. yeah those are so gross it's gonna be a hard no no for me bud yeah um shit man so other than that um i think we're pretty much finished with the beer though let's move on yeah. to uh beer rotations of the week. Okay. So for this week, we'll go ahead and I'm going to call out a new place that I've been hanging out with. Thanks to my, my, my homie, Matt. He told me about this place called Hops on the Hill in Tumwater. Nice little barbecue joint. Uh, inexpensive barbecue joint, which is always a plus oh, yeah. on the West Coast. And uh, pretty interesting. They have 22 beers on tap. Dang. 22. And it's a barbecue joint, which is pretty cool. Uh, in terms of beers... I totally forgot what they have, but you should rec- you should go to that place. Jeez, okay, <laughs> it's so good. The barbecue is so good. You don't remember the beer? I Dang. really don't. Uh, they had a lot of local places. You know, they had Well Eighty, they had Three Magnets, they had Matchless, they had Triter- Triceratops, they had the uh, Cider Joint right across from Matchless. I mean, that's cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That Cider Joint looked cool, also. Yeah, I'd be down to go. Yeah, Triceratops is about the same size as that place. Oh, are they all in warehouses like that? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's like the whole taproom vibe. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But since Matches was your first one, like, it's a pretty cool joint. I enjoyed it. That's pretty. It was very relaxing. Yeah. yeah. And it was the right kind of people that I wanted to be around. I don't know. There's something about going to a bar and they're all kids and God, yeah. getting, you know, real jacked up. I don't like that. Yeah. But being at Matchless where I felt like everyone was our age-ish. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And they were adults. That yeah. was cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed still that. drinking, even if they brought their kids. Like, yeah, still right. Having a good time. But my favorite part, there was the last call for children. Yeah, and then the kids had to go. Yeah, then it was just adults. Yeah, like that was cool. It's a good vibe. It's a good place. It's like Other adult swim that, for a bar. Adult? Did you say adult swim yeah. for a bar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that concludes it for rotations of the week. On to beer number two for you guys. And for this beer? What beer? What beer? Whose beer? beer number beer. two? Number two. Number two beer. For this one, we got Pseudo Sue Pale Ale by Toppling Goliath Brewing Company. Have you heard of them? No. Me either. No. Me either. So I used to have war for some of the weird ones like this one. This is the number five American pale ale in the world. According to Beer Advocate, hmm. as well as Untapped, as well as Untapped, yeah, which is pretty interesting. Okay, so, that's cool. Like I love that uh, Tropical Pale Ale by Boulevard. Oh yeah, and um, 
a lot of people say that this is a killer beer. So it's a single hop brew. Toppling Goliath is another big hitter when it comes to smooth and vibrant texture that is so sought after during this haze craze that we're in, especially in the uh, Midwest area. Every sip should burst a fresh squeezed oranges, juicy mangoes, and bright limes from Citra hops. Single hop beer, only Citra. The bright flavors drift in a pillowy, soft body, giving way to a final hint, hit of grapefruit bitterness. Now, as always, I'm going to call bullshit until I drink it. True. Because we'll be the judges of that. Absolutely. But. Go ahead. I don't have anything to say. I think it's cool that they're only using one hop. I love that. We we get a lot of those beers that like oh it's like four different hops and it's like oh I don't I can't get the individual flavors from each mm-hmm, hop mm-hmm. maybe that's what's supposed to happen but I can't say I know what a citra hop tastes like you about to hopefully fresh squeeze citra hops but it shoots is it just citra hops mm-hmm. interesting yeah. I can't remember what a fresh squeeze tastes like cause it's been so long I honestly feel like it's gonna take the I I haven't honestly bought a six of to shoots in a minute except for red chair I always buy red chair during winter time uh, I just like. I know we're on that Deschutes. I have one called the the Bat Squatch. Bat Squatch? Yeah. It's is like, that from uh, Voodoo Ranger? Or is that Deschutes? I think it's Deschutes. Okay. I'll check when I get home. But yeah, it's yeah. a bat Sasquatch. Okay. And it's malty. Malty. Yummy. It's a double IPA. I'm pretty sure it's a double IPA, yeah. but it's malty. Okay. Delicious. I saved three for you. Now. Okay, cool. So. I'll, I'll probably only need two. Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so back to Pseudo Sue. It's a big tall boy, silver can. It's got a purple and green T-Rex on it. Pseudo Sue, Pseudo Sue Pale Ale, Brewing History with Field Museum out in Ohio. 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 Okay. I mean, some good stuff comes from the Midwest, man. I know. Drew Carey. Ohio. He's from Ohio. Ohio! You don't remember that uh, TV show he did? Well, whose line is it anyway? No, it was before that. The Drew Carey show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, with, uh, it was in Ohio. I don't know if he's from there, but that's just where it was. Oh, man. All right, this is for you listeners. Ready? Such a good sound. Mm. Ooh. Speaking of, I, I, we always do that. We crank the beer into the mic. Have you seen that commercial with Lenny Kravitz's daughter? No. Well, it's unfortunate because she's popping like a Coors Light or a Miller's Light, but she like opens the beer in the microphone and she whispers into it. Oh, she does like the ASMR crap. Yeah. That's Lenny Kravitz. That's embarrassing. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Come on, dude. Hey, it sold their beer, so. thought it was interesting, kind of on the same topic. You're pouring me more this time. I know. You no. poured me more last time. Yeah, I got to drive home. Yeah, true. I don't. I have to drive anywhere. Let's make sure we keep these cans so I can. Yeah, take the picture. Post about yeah. it because oh, I've man. been slack in the past few episodes. Uh, all right, man. So perfect golden color. Perfect golden color. Amber, mm-hmm. golden ale, yeah. uh, definitely pale. I'd give it about a six on the level bond scale, maybe seven, because it is a little darker. Rocky head though. Rocky. AI. This is carbonated. What do you get? Beer. More beer. <laughs> That's all I smell. So the pale ale is mainly grapefruit. The tropical pale ale. What do you, do you get? Anything similar? Hoppy beer. I, I honestly. You're a beautiful soul. I don't get any fruit. Really? I'm 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 not mad about this. No, smell. No, 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 no. I got you. It makes me want to drink this beer even more. Yeah. I smell hops. This smells like an IPA. I smell the citra. I really do. But the citra is in combination with orange, with grapefruit. That's why its accents are so good. Cheers, man. I get I get, I get a little. Yeah. But oh. I gotta I gotta find it. Yeah, yeah, you do. You gotta search before I drink though. Head, I'd say about a finger. Um, 
lacing, even though I'm just sloshing my glass around, it's already like Sticking. up on the rims. It's, it's really like, nice. Good, good pour. That's a good IPA. It's not even an IPA. It's not? No, it's a pale ale. Wow. I mean, because no. it's not from India. Well, no, it just so it's an APA. Hops. It's an APA. Okay. It's American pale ale. Same thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, all right. Yo, Dubois. Is it the same thing? Hit us up. It's not the same thing. Oh, but it's not now? <laughs> it's hoppy, is it not? <laughs> I'm not whoa, 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 whoa. I wasn't going to. Just, just because it's hoppy does not mean it's an IPA. Why did they add the hops? To ferment it to keep it from traveling. Yeah. So just because this one's from America. I'm not going <laughs> to get into this with you during this podcast. I'm not going to do it. Um, okay, well, let's actually describe the beer, though. Um, in terms of. I, I'm going to take another sip. It's good. It's a little skunky, but I like that. And that, that's what I'm getting. I love the skunk. Yeah. I love the carbonation. I love that it's... Like, if you were to rate tasting from, like, a, like a peak, like a mountain peak or, like, a bell curve, I get a flat line of flavor. Like, in terms of from when I sip it to when I finish it and it's gone, it's smooth and even throughout the whole flavor profile. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah. unlike the other beer where it was like, oh, sweet. Mmm. Tart. Mmm. Like a, like a Sour Patch like, Kids commercial. This is a delicious pale ale. You're welcome. Yeah. I worked my ass off on this. Nice job, uh, Goliath, or toppling Goliath. Yeah. Mm, they, they, they picked a flavor and they stuck with it. And that's yeah. pretty cool. I I think it's cool that, you know, we were talking about Triceratops. And then this next can that we're doing on Beer 2 has a dinosaur on it. Yeah. It's pretty neat. Um. Yeah, no, I love it. I think it's cool. The purple. Pseudo Zoo. I'm curious what it says, Brewing Up History with Field Museum. Curious what that says. I mean, if the museum is... The Field Museum, it's probably a history museum. But if they serve beer, that's the coolest museum I've ever been to. Well, uh, the gentleman from Aging Nerds podcast... Oh, yeah, yeah. He goes to some sort of children's museum. I think it's Chehalis or Centralia. And they serve beer there in the evenings. And like you can go there and like look at the museum and drink beer. Well, there's no kids. There's no. I mean, I don't think there is. I have to ask him. Yeah, I'll have to message him separately. Yeah, it's a good beer overall, man. I mean, in terms of color, like we've already mentioned it, but six, yeah. seven. Uh, in terms of smells and scents, like I personally, I do get the fresh squeezed oranges because that citra hop provides such a strong accent to those oranges. Um, I don't really get much limes or anything like that or any mangoes, but it is an overall good beer. I smell it. I don't taste any of that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I taste the skunky beer. I can smell some orange, mm-hmm. but yeah, taste now. Yeah. But I'm not mad about that. I think it's perfect. I think it's a great beer. Like, yeah. I don't usually uh, eat and drink at the same time. I mean, if I do, it's like I'll snack, but like, I'm not going to like, oh, I'm having a burger. I need a beer. Like, I'm the opposite. Like, give me water, right? Oh, but with weird. this, like, I feel like I could eat anything with it. Lemon chicken. Dude. Salad. Ooh. Mm, yeah. salad. I'm just hungry now. Well, shit. It'll be good. So, okay. What did we get in the mail recently? We had Dubois and it's a package. Yo, thanks, right? Dubois. Not just a package. I mean, it was a delightful gift of Bruce. It was. 96 ounces of beer, I believe. <laughs> 96 ounces yeah. of beer. Too much. And I'm not going to lie to you, Dubois. I haven't had it yet, but I'm also recording this podcast weeks before it's going to come out. And I will have some, I promise you. Yeah. But, Jesse, you had the... I had the Tunkish. Tunkish? That was their... Love the name, by the way. Their stout. Yeah. Their chai milk stout. Chai milk stout, y'all. And it was it was barrel. 
So it's bourbon, bourbon barrel, barrel aged chai yeah. milk stout, right? So good. 10%. I sat down. It was, it was my last weekend. Sat down. I was playing The Witcher, which my first time through. Love that game. Dude. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Um, Unbelievable game. But I poured the biggest stein that I had. Which is like 38 ounces or whatever. It wasn't. No, it's no. actually less. It's probably oh. like closer to 20 something. Because I still had quite a bit in the can. So I was like drinking, pouring it back in, drinking, <laughs> pouring it back in. Because um, you knew you were going to, if you were going to go sit down, you were just going to get right back up and fill it up. Yeah. yeah right. I so I, you. I, you know, I sat down drinking it and it was the smoothest barrel, bourbon barrel style I've ever had. There was no alcohol taste for 10%, okay. which was perfect. Did you get the chai? Oh, absolutely. Oh, dude, I'm so dude, jealous I wasn't there to try I got it. the chai spices out of it, which yeah. was perfect. I got the bourbon spices. But like, not like the KBS bourbon, right? No, none KBS of the kick. was subtle, but it wasn't as subtle as the... Stout from Stout Week. Um, oh, my God. It's by Fort George. Nope. Mamoshka, mama. It nope. doesn't matter. Anyways, doesn't matter. Anyways, back on back to Dubois. I got all the like those spices blended together perfectly. None of the alcohol, none of the burn, none of the kick. Um, it was creamy. It was smooth. So I'm mm. assuming that's where the milk comes in. Yeah. Um, it was the best bourbon barrel stout that I've ever had. I mean, if I could order more, I would. I don't. I, I don't. Can we pay for that? And have it mailed? Is that well, legal? I mean, I, I'm sure it's it's definitely not legal. Shipping beer is not legal. I mean, at least from Washington. I don't know what it is in New Jersey. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So Dubois is one of a couple owners of Heavy Real Brewing yeah. in New Jersey. A super uh, cool looking place. We've never been there. Yeah. Just stalking them on yeah. Instagram. And well, he gave Google us the Maps. website. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so he's a part owner uh, in Heavy Real Brewing out in New Jersey. And you guys should absolutely go check this place out. Yeah. If uh, you're... In that area, go. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. Looking. Yeah, you can drop our name, and they'll just look and be like, okay, what do you want to drink? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, of course, we can't vouch for that that place. We've never seen it, but the beer's fantastic. Yeah, right? beer is absolutely fantastic. I mean, but from the pictures, though, like... It looks amazing. by its cover. Oh, I mean, yeah, stereoty- you can. Stereotypes exist for a reason, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm that guy. I but, mean, everyone uh, is. They just don't want to admit it. He messaged me, and he said that uh, he got in trouble for sending us that beer. But do you know why? I don't. I didn't really. I don't remember. It's been a couple of. Days, so I was. Days. I was ghosting that conversation because we share that that Instagram yeah, account. Yeah. Um, it's it was. It's one of their exclusive ones. So uh, it's kind of like it's part of their rotation. If if I read that right of what he said, mm-hmm. um, you know, they're they were probably keeping that for their their lo- their local community. I don't know the people that show up, but yeah, said it was exclusive. Mail it to us anyway. Thank you for doing that because it was it, it, hands down the best double. Or bourbon barrel I've ever had. I mean, absolutely. But I cannot uh I cannot lie. I am so excited to try this lemongrass rice ale. Oh the rice ale? Dude, oh. I cannot wait for it. I'm nervous. Um now let's do it next episode. Uh, I agree. Throw us on the spot. And I'm so pumped that we got our first porch bomb. And I wanna let Heavy Real Brewing know what's up on the West Coast. Like, yo, is this too weird yeah. or is it just right? Yeah. Like I'll be I'll be Goldilocks all day for you guys. Oh yeah. Just well, keep sending me porch. Bars. I'm glad I, I tasted the, the chai mixed out first because that was amazing. If they're going to pull that off with the rest of their beers, I'll drink all of them. I'm just nervous because I don't like lemongrass. Hey, I'm going to be honest. Hey, it's okay. I mean, I'll drink it. Before we started recording, I didn't even ask. Uh, Before we start recording. Started recording. Oh, yeah. Did you, uh, 
You figure out some booze news for the week for these? Folks? I did. Ooh, yeah, dude, I'm excited. Yeah. So this one's pretty controversial. Cheers, isn't everything? Yeah, but it's not a uh, a member story. So hopefully, people will be happy about that. This is such a good ale. That's why I'm savoring it, man. All right. Ending beer number two, <clears throat> Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, Pseudo Sue Pale Ale, number five American pale ale in the world. If you want a good single hot pale ale, you want to taste what Citra hops taste like, this beer will send you on a flight to Citra Land because it's that good. It's delicious. I do want to end it with one thing. Yeah. A little syrupy, well, but it's delicious. It is, but I, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go to booze news, one last thing. Keep going. Thanks again, Dubois, for that porch bomb. Absolutely. Go check out Heavy Real Brewing. You must go there. If you live near that area, go check them out. Three nano, or excuse me, three barrow nano no, no, brewing. No, no, no. 2.5. 2.5 yeah. nano brewing, a nano brewer barrel company. So cool. Head there. Buy some beers. Support them. Without craft beer, we'd be nothing. We'd still be drinking Miller. Yeah, Get your shit together. Go check this place out. On to booze news. Booze news. Yeah, so I, I talked to you what two days ago about headlining the booze news thing. Yeah, so bro. Take these, control. Take these that stories seat. are things that happen that involve alcohol, preferably beer, okay. on our planet. On our planet. On our planet. Ooh, right. So I, I like, I like the vagueness that. Of that. Yeah. So you don't know where it's coming from. Uh-uh. Um. Ooh. So Brewdog Brewery. Never heard of them. Like Pretty the cool. Name, yeah, they sound neat. They came out with a pink beer for girls for Sounds sexist. International Women's Day. Pretty Sounds cool. Less sexist. So it, right? So <laughs> hang on, let me get there. They came out with this beer for International Women's Day. It's actually cheaper than all of their other beers, and they're doing that in terms of like the the pay gap and everything like that. They're they're trying to support, right? Cool. Controversial as fuck. Here comes the fun part. Somebody sued them for not being able to buy their beer. The pink beer. Because they're only selling it to women? Yes. Absolutely. So I'm on both sides of the story. My jaws to the floor. They're re- so they're refusing to sell it to men. To men. It's it's only in-house. It's only it's on the tap it, in-house. But they're selling refusing to sell it to, it to women. Men. And then they're selling it to women cheaper. Yes. And then somebody, some asshole, gets his panties in a bunch. And successfully, and successfully? sued them. All right, finish the story. Yeah. So, and this was actually a while ago. March 2018. Um, doctor. This is what kills me. He's a doctor. What a dick, dude. Doesn't doctor even need the money. Thomas Bauer asked to buy the beer company's pink IPA, which sounds, it sounds great, which was offered at a discounted price of four... I think it's Euros. They have a little squiggly line thing, so it's an overseas company. Okay. Um, for customers who identify as female. The 27-year-old, 27 and a doctorate, could get a life, first of all. <laughs> Go outside yeah. and play baseball. Jesus. Um, the 27-year-old said that after a back and forth with the bartender, he felt forced to identify as a female. So not only is this beer's for women, for International Women's Day, get over it. But now he's... Like pretending to be somebody else, and he's not a part of the LGBTQ community. So, this dude's an all-around asshole. Yeah. And then he sues him on top of everything. 
Bauer subsequently complained to the company who insisted he had not experienced sex discrimination because the price difference was part of a national campaign to raise awareness about the gender pay gap. Pretty cool on the brewery's part. The drink was launched ahead of International Women's Day as part of BrewDog's Beer for Girls campaign, which which aimed to expose sexist marketing to women, particularly within the beer industry, which I've touched on that before. About how, you know, Anheuser-Busch and all them, mm-hmm. they catered to women. Even though women started brewing. But they know men are going to buy their beer. Yeah. So they're going to market to females. I mean, it makes sense, right? I just, it blew my mind reading this. Um, according to BrewDog, the Pink IPA was their overt parody on the failed tone-deaf campaigns that some brands have attempted in order to attract women. It, it's just part of their story. Um, but I yeah. mean, I get that last comment, like... At the same time, you're... Here's the kicker. So, right, they, they sold it at four, I'm going to call it euros, four euros to women. But they were only selling two women for four euros. Men could buy it for five. So he could have it. For one, one more euro. Big that, deal. That was the whole point of, like, the gender pay gap. They were selling a beer that was cheaper to women, but for men it cost a little bit more. I just don't understand why the 27 year old doctor yeah is upset that it's a dollar more a dollar I mean, like, so a, a euro more which is probably 1.43 or whatever. yeah who cares it, it, that's still a dollar for them right it's a hundred percent more for them or whatever no. I get it right yeah. one more dollar <laughs> still yeah mind-blowing to me he had he felt like he had to identify as a female to get a cheaper beer dude if you gotta buy cheap beer Budweiser's got plenty We'll, we'll mail you some. Dr. Thomas Bauer. Yeah. Yeah. You can go F yourself, Bauer. Yeah. Not Isn't that fan. crazy? Yeah, that's that's stupid. Like they're trying to do something good for the world, and he's complaining they're about it a dollar. fun with something that yeah. is so uncomfortably controversial that is forced upon Absolutely. by people within the industry or outside of the industry. It's mm-hmm. not even... Um, it's, it's not even... Uh, a thing of you're right, I'm wrong. It's like, hey man, we're just trying to support people. Chill the fuck out. That's it. At the same time, the company should have been like, you know what, sir? We're actually going to re- have the right to refuse service. Have a nice day. You know, but I don't know if that is a, a thing in every state. Who knows? But at the same time, like, well, why wasn't that done to end it? I don't know. And it, it's sad too because Brewdog has had fun with this. Like, they're that beer. They've. Yeah had pictures of awesome. a, a pink beer crushing a blue beer you know like blue girl bullshit yeah right you know it, it's it's fun and then this guy comes along and just ruins it over a 20% markup like that's what it is 20% that's stupid yeah. it's like the same bullshit from the like from last two episodes ago where it was like maybe an episode ago about uh, Anheuser-Busch owning uh, Goose Island how they wanted to do born and raised no lie brewing oh yeah has the name born and raised what's the fucking point why just leave do a different name say raised and born who gives a shit i don't know that's kind of frustrating to me i think it's a good booze news man what else do you have for us that was it that that, that was a, that one caught me that's a so good i was one. like you know it's 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 perfect for yeah. it yeah what do you guys think about the gender pay gap what do you guys think about the article let us know if you haven't already we are on instagram at anti-fogmatic podcast and you can also check us out at facebook.com and anti-fogmatic podcast as well. Scotland. So that's where BrewDog's at. So if so we BrewDog's in Scotland. happen to have listeners over there, go support them. They're doing some good things, and they just got sued. So yeah, try to help them out. That's fucked. Yeah. Let's go ahead and do it, man. 
All right. And coming up on the third and final beer for y'all for episode number 11, we're bringing you a interesting one. I've never heard of this company. And uh, that's all I got to say on that point. Never heard of them. Cool. <laughs> Love it. So this is called the Gyroscope. Gyroscope is a fruit beer from Urban Artifact. And this one is from Cincinnati, Ohio. Can you do me a favor, Jesse, and figure out where the hell this one comes from? The pseudo? Uh, Iowa. Pseudo comes from Iowa. Iowa. Different than Totally different. But yeah, so pseudo Sue, beer number two, comes from Iowa. And this gyroscope from Urban Artifact comes from Cincinnati, Ohio. All right. So this is a raspberry Midwest fruit tart beer. So we've been lied to before. So I'm hoping this isn't lied to, or we're not being lied to. So you remember the uh, the spun day where it's like, oh, 500 pounds of cherries, right? Yeah. We got the same bullshit. Let's we'll, we'll be the judges, but this gyroscope fruit beer is packed with 2,600 pounds of luscious, fresh-picked raspberries. Vanilla has also been added to give this fruit beer a subtle sweetness to balance out that subtle, sour acidity that you get from all those raspberries. The magic behind Gyroscope's fruit beer comes from the use of Urban Artifact's house strains of wild cultures and the obviously staggering amount of real fruit they use to create a mouth-puckering brew. So, I want to pause on that wild cultures strains of wild cultures thing. So, that documentary I was watching, um, a lot of the people, a lot of the brewers, the head brewers, are, they talk about their cultures, their strains that they have. From the Craft Beer Channel? From the, not Craft, yeah, from the Craft Beer Channel, that okay. one I sent you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they talked about it. They went to, I think it's called The Alchemist, where he started this hazy craze in a sense. And he's, he made a comedy. He's like, everyone's trying to, to, to basically copy us in a sense. And what they're doing is they're taking the yeasts that are settling at the bottom of the beers and they're taking that and then they're bastardizing it, if you, in a sense, and coming up with a fraction of their yeast to brew something similar. Hmm. But he has been so proud of his yeast and his cultures that he's done. And he gets so into de- in depth about all these uh, hops. And he's talking about citra hops about how he goes to the West Coast. And what he does is citra hops in 2016 taste different than citra hops in 2018. Well, of course they do. That's and how soil just, works. Yeah, it, right? To me, I didn't realize that. Like, he's talking about, oh, well, 2016, you're going to get more of a grapefruit vibe. But then 2017, you're going to get more piney vibe. And he's just talking about how it's like... And then this year, 2019, it's going to be probably the best one yet because we're back at that original cycle. And it's just really, really interesting. I, Dude, for the amount of schooling I've done, I have no clue about that soil change. Okay. I mean, unfortunately, that kind of makes sense because growing up in the Midwest, that's where all the farm stuff's at. So, right, we learned a lot about how the soil works with farmers, how they have to go through all those different cycles and work with their soil to make sure they don't kill the soil. You can't plant corn every year, right? Because it'll just end up not growing. And so we, we learned about that stuff. And I, so I guess that's kind of common knowledge for me yeah. because of where I originally grew up. Geographically, it's it's an interesting yeah. thing to like, you learned about that. I learned about the ocean because I was close to the ocean. Oh, dude, uh, my, my not off topic, my siblings moved back there a couple of years ago yeah. with my parents. And the schooling is different. Hmm. It's absolutely different. Washington, and I think the coastal regions are so much farther ahead than the center of the United States. I mean, we could probably see that 
On a much I get that scale across the entire world too. It, it's interesting. Yeah. It's probably it's a bad thing, but it's, oh yeah, that's what I yeah. mean. Like you can take a step back and be like, oh, that's why this place is like this. Okay. Anyway, small can, little shorty, that's not a right. tall boy like the other ones. However, uh, it wants us to enjoy it at forty-two degrees. Unfortunately, we're sitting at about thirty-nine out of my fridge. That's fine. And then we'll let it sit for a little bit. Does it have right a thermometer on it? Do you know? No, oh. no, I'm just smart like that. Oh. Uh, anyways. Uh, it's a small can. It's raspberry Midwest tart, seven and a half percent alcohol, and I couldn't find any IBUs on that. Would you do the honor, sir? You want me to look for IBUs? No, would you crack it? Oh, open? you want to open it? Oh, yeah, since oh. I don't have my mic stand and I'm holding my mic. I mean, sorry. I'm not talking shit. I'm just explaining. But Jesse forgot my mic stand. Mm. You know, like screw Coca-Cola commercials. I need more beer commercials. When they're cracking the top. Hey, I mean, you know, you were talking crap about Lenny Kravitz's daughter's commercial. I, I, I don't know her name. I'm sorry. Lenny Kravitz's daughter is all, all people need to know. But, like, I mean, she does it right. She opens the can or the bottle right in front of the mic. Hey, what's up, guys? She's whispering into the microphone. Gross. And terrible beer, but, I mean. All right. It's a beer commercial. Next episode, every beer, you're going to whisper what the beer is after you open it. Look at that color. Dude, that's darker than the... First beer that we had. Holy shit, that's dark. I got it. Beer. In its truest form. That's from the commercial. Beer. It's truest form. All right. I think we're on a, a phase right now, dude. Rocky Mountain Head. Yeah. Super foamy. Absolutely. Super heavy. About a finger of a head. Very bubbly. Uh, and for a fruit beer, it makes sense. The watermelon wheat was pretty... Uh, oh, oh, just is giving me the eyes. It smells. It smells like grape juice. Ooh, that that's not, straight grape juice. Even though it's raspberries, and the first beer that I have is raspberries, I get a different smell of raspberries in here. It's more tart, more sweet. All right, in terms of pour, very smooth pour. Very dark, ruby red, darker than the Bohemian Raspberry. Very, very good beer. It is a fruit beer, different yeah. than yeah. the Golden Ale. So it's probably why the raspberry was a little bit lighter. Probably, it's more yeah. of the Golden Ale yeah. from the malts. Um, but with this one, the sense that I get right on the nose is pure raspberries. I like feel like I pinched a raspberry in my nose. I don't. I get grape juice. It looks like grape juice. There's no grapes in this. By the I, way. I know. That's what's crazy. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Let's see what it tastes Let's like. It again. Let's do it one more time. Just make sure everyone Also, glasses that we're using is from Glass to Mouth. If you haven't checked them out, they're on Instagram. They're on glass to mouth. I picked the one up that has Kevin. He spilled a pot of, uh, oh, Jesse's face is crazy, a pot of hot instead of chili from the office. That's not Kevin, by the way. That's Kevin. Oh, mine's not Kevin. Okay. No, yours is Dwight. Uh, recycle, recyclor, recyclator. <laughs> yeah. Recyclor. Yeah. I don't remember which one it is. It's just ridiculous. Um, okay, so in terms of flavor, uh, very different than the Bohemian Raspberry. Uh, I get more of a, the definition of a fruit beer versus a golden ale. Tart. Uh, very tart, very light, almost watery in a sense. Not in a bad way. But compared to the golden ale, where you got that beer flavor and you got that profile of an actual ale, yeah. I'm not getting the same, I would say, levels or evenness. However, this is a really good beer. It's really light. Uh, and for 7 point, what, 3 or 5%, like... I'm sorry, I'm not getting that at all. No. 
No. Uh, I mean, that's kind of a trend that we're going on. Mm-hmm. Light beers today, and I like that. You know, we're getting into that summertime. Um, unless it's a beer from New Jersey from Heavy Road Brewing Company, like Stout, I don't I don't think I want a heavy beer this year. Yeah, no, I hear you. So, I want to enjoy really my summer. These, like the Golden Ales I love lately. Uh, Keller beers I've been digging. This Pale Ale I'm loving, but this... It's different. It's a little too syrupy, but I would definitely... I could easily go through a six-pack. But knowing me, I'd have two of them. Like, well, I don't get the syrup, the syrupy you don't, you don't flavor. No, I don't get that. That's lucky, man. It's, I'm, I'm getting a little syrupy. It's not sugary, just syrupy. Yeah, I, I mean, I just, I don't know. I don't get that. Yeah. The overall body of it is very light. Uh, the pale ale was a lot more pillowy, a little bit more medium. And then the Bohemian Rhapsody, I'd also say that it was very medium. But this is extremely light. Like, it gives you a water vibe. Which is not a bad thing to describe. Like a carbonated water. Yeah, in a sense. Like a sparkling water, which has also been something I've been obsessed with lately. It's just gross. Yeah. Just don't want to drink that soda shit, man. It's bad. I I get it. beer, you know? Yeah. Uh, Overall, though, man, what what do you got to say on this? Do your taste match the scents? Um, I mean, I obviously don't. I don't taste grapes because to me it looks like grapes. It smells like grapes. But are you getting the taste that you smell? Whether it's grapes or not, are you getting it? No, I, I get the raspberry. It's just, it's very tart. Um, it's very light compared to the other one that we had. It's it's dry. Mm-hmm. which it's More dry than the raspberry. I like that. I dry. think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's all, that's all I got for it. I don't know. It's delicious. I'd drink these all day. I think it's great. Where's it? I mean, we can't buy it off the shelf, unfortunately. Nah, they, Urban Artifact comes through Tavora often, so I mean, I can send you a message next time I see because yeah. their company does a lot of these types of beers. They don't really brew your normal beer. Uh, they have a lot of these fruit-style beers because they, you know, they love their house strains of wild cultures. And I, I think that's interesting and also a good thing. You, know, you were talking about the uh, the, uh, the Alchemist or whatever from mm-hmm. that yeah, from the craft beer channel. Yeah, right. YouTube, yeah. He's talking about oh, these brewers are taking these things and bastardizing it. I mean, really? Are they? Or are they just doing their own thing? Are you doing your own thing if you're drinking someone else's beer, scraping the yeast cultures off of it, and then trying to make a beer that's similar to theirs? Okay, so that makes more sense. That's what they're doing. I yeah. see. And it's not a bad thing. I would say every amateur brewer, every brewer does something like that. Like Pliny Elder makes a good beer. Oh my god, I got to do know what they're doing. I'm going to try it. Well, yeah, they're getting how, some. Yeast how else do you stuff. get started? Right? Exactly. Like, I get what he, I get where he's coming from. Yeah, but at the same time, isn't there a little bit of pride in that they want to copy what you're doing? I mean, oh, hundred percent. He's very yeah. humble about it. He's oh, okay, like, okay. They're just bastardizing. It's not the same thing. Okay, we take our stuff seriously here. Blah blah blah. That's blah, pretty cool. You know? um, he just I, reminded me of an Apple executive. Very true. Yeah, I do have to throw something in. Um, yeah, man. It's just it's really off top of it. It's quick. The Brewdog Brewing Company. They're mm-hmm. all over the UK. So they're not just from Scotland. They're all over UK. All over the like UK. There's even over there's UK? even some in the United States. That's cool. So if if you're near one, Google them. They they have a website yeah. for both countries. We just have a find couple UK go. listeners. Yeah. Uh, oh, really? That's cool. Yeah, we got a couple people who have listened to us in the UK. It, I, honestly, I mean, it's I think it's three or four percent of our uh, listeners. But um, yo, if you're in the UK and you're listening to this and you've been there or yeah. you experienced that uh, pay gender pay gap uh, brew, drop us a line. Love to hear your take on it. Um, I mean. You want to be on the podcast? Call you know, send us drop us line, and we'll maybe do a quick interview with you. They they really are all, all over Liverpool, cool. Manchester, York, Perth. I mean, I, I'm only listening to places that I've actually heard of and yeah, familiar yeah. with. I got you, but they're all over. That's cool. That's so. good to know. I wonder if it's the same entity in each every or in each place. I don't know. Yeah. Well, hopefully somebody else doesn't and hits us up again. But 
Let's uh, let's finish it up and go through the beers. So for beer number one, oh excuse me, we had Bohemian Raspberry by Triceratops Brewing Company. It is a raspberry golden ale, five point eight percent alcohol by volume. Comes in four packs, one pint times four is sixty four ounces. It's a good amount of beer. It's a great amount of beer. Just talking about it, I'm like salivating again. Uh, and then the second beer that we had was the Goli- Toppling Toppling Goliath Brewing Company with the Pseudo Sioux, which overall is a flawless pale ale. Like, I oh, think, yeah. Um, like, if I'm going to choose one, like, I think that's the one. Uh, you could drink it with anything. It's very light, but it's a good beer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that one was sitting in a pint as well. I believe it comes in four packs as well, just like all the cool kids are doing. Uh, and that one there had a 6.8% with 45 IBUs. Go ahead. Okay. And then the third beer and final beer, the one that we're just wrapping up here, is the Raspberry Midwest Fruit Tart by Urban Artifact called Gyroscope. And that's a 7.3% ABVs. And we didn't mention this first and foremost, but it has a 4.64 score on the beer advocate scale. And I know that you always hate the beer advocate scale, but honestly... I'm going to give it the same. Like it is so easy to drink. It is so good for what it is. Two things. I don't hate the, the advocate scale. I just think it's, it can be it's biased. Bi- yeah, yeah, I got you. Right. Like, Oh, you won our contest. Well, we're going to give everybody you, loves uh, your beer now. Right. Like yeah, no, I feel you're good. a little biased. Uh, the, the other thing, um, the four pack, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. All the cool kids are doing it now, but you're getting the same amount of beer as a six pack. Mm-hmm. But what if I don't want to open two? What no, if I, I don't want 24? I get it. You know what I mean, like, the thing that perfect. bugs me though is like, it's not that it bugs me. Like I would go, like I think going to a tap room and chilling at the place is worth four to I'll even say seven dollars a beer, a pint, right? I'm at the atmosphere, I'm chilling, right? I expect to pay that. When I buy a four pack, I don't want to pay nineteen dollars for a four pack. Yeah, because I'm going home. You know. However. I will always support craft brewers, and I will always buy a four-pack from the tap room over any other store, you know? Yeah. Just my two cents. But let's go ahead and pick it, man. Let's go ahead and pick the chosen one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. You want to tell them about it? No. Which one we chose? No? Yeah, okay, right, I will. I'll give them the good news. Are you going to do it? I, I said well, I would. Grab the can, go. It's, it's the one from Toppling. You Toppling know, Goliath. That that pale ale, that pseudo-sue. Pseudo-sue? It was... The perfect amount of beer flavor. It had those hints of fruits that Caden got that I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's an all around beer. Everyone can drink it. Yeah, I think it's a great choice. Six point eight percent, forty five IBUs, four point five one on the beer advocate scale, four point one eight on Untapped, and it's a side after beer in this haze craze. And uh, I highly recommend it because it's not an India pale ale. It's an American pale ale, and it's damn good. Um, but we haven't done this in a in a while. Who has the best label, Jesse? Ooh. That this one's tough. This is honestly this one's tough. It's a little tough because they're all kind of unique in their own way. You know, the dinosaur is cool, but I don't think it's the best. I think it's too much. Yeah, personally. it's a lot. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's a toss up between yeah. the raspberry and the gyroscope. I think the gyroscope is cool because it shows gyroscope imagery and imagery the, on the back of the can. That color's the same as the beer. And it's the same as the beer. Which yeah. is cool. Let's go ahead and pick it. Urban Artifact, cool. Gyroscope, coolest, coolest label for the, for the week. 
Uh, but that's it. Uh, in terms of our favorite beers, uh, other than the chosen one, Toppling Goliath is the chosen one, but my favorite beer uh, is definitely going to be the Bohemian Raspberry. What about you, Jesse? I like Gyroscope. Yeah, Gyroscope. Hands down. Yeah, it's a it good beer. Better. It's a good beer. Other than that, uh, we're going to close out here. So, as usual, stay buzzed. Cheers. If you haven't already, check us out on Instagram, Anti Fogmatic Podcast on Instagram. And then uh, Facebook.com. Check us out at, at uh, Anti Fogmatic Podcast as well. Uh, we'll post some weird things. We'll share some local stuff for you. And uh, if you're in the New Jersey area, you need to head over to Heavy Real Brewing. Absolutely. Again, Dubois, thanks for the brews. Drink we that Tunkish. Yeah, find that Tunkish. Other than that, cheers. Stay buzzed.